With God's help, you're listening to the Daily Dvar with Ari Goldwag, episode number 10. So we mentioned yesterday, the Chavetz Chaim said, he told us that we have an op- a great opportunity because if we take advantage of Shabbos and we use that time to learn Torah and we take every single available moment that we have and we use that to learn Torah. So even if we have a tremendous amount of time that we have to spend on making parnas and making our livelihood, nevertheless, it's all considered part and parcel of our learning Torah. Because we show with our learning, by taking every extra minute to learn Torah, we show that that's where our heart really lies. And all the livelihood that we're earning is only so that we can do the spiritual things. If that's where our heart is, so then God is able to give us reward, even when we're, doing our, even when we're dealing with our livelihood, even when we're trying to make up our nasa, God can give us reward, because it counts as if it's all part and parcel of our spiritual life. Says the Chavetz Chaim, a very interesting mashal, a parable, and I'm going to adjust it for today's times. Imagine that someone went and invested millions of dollars to create a condominium where he's going to rent out to, to, to numerous people and make a lot of money. And then at some point when he finishes the construction, the guy goes mad, he goes crazy, he goes out of his mind. And he decides he's not letting anyone step foot on the property. No one's coming into his property, I don't care who it is, they're not touching my property, that's what he decides. So someone comes over to him and says, you're nuts, you're crazy, you invested millions of dollars. You invested all this time and all this effort, and you're not going to let a single person come in? You're not going to let, you're going to close all of the doors? The whole point of your investment was to have people come in and to, and to rent from you. Now you've wasted your entire investment. Chavetz Chaim said that's exactly what happens. When we make a whole investment, we spend so much money, so much time to collect money, to be able to live, and we don't use our life for the real things in life, for connecting to God, to spirituality, to learning Torah. Then, then we're like that foolish investor, that foolish person who go, goes and builds this beautiful building, condominium to, to rent out to people, and he doesn't, he doesn't rent it. What comes out of this whole discussion, says the Chavitz Chaim, is that it's so imperative, it's so important for us to take the opportunity on Shabbos to devote ourselves to spirituality. If we're working the entire week, this is our chance. At Shabbos, it's our chance to devote ourselves to spirituality. In fact, says the Chavitz Chaim, a person who spends the week learning, so it's not as incumbent upon him to learn on Shabbos as, as it is the person who spends his entire week working. It's more of a chiyuv, it's more of an obligation on someone who spends his week working to spend Shabbos devoting himself to spirituality, to learning Torah. The Chavetz Chaim says that Shabbos is such a golden opportunity to take. We must take it. He says a person should get up early in the morning on Shabbos morning, run to shul even before davening to start learning something. Every chance he has, grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it, whatever you can. As a side point, he also mentions that, that a person should try their best when they're learning. That it shouldn't just be that he, sh- he should just you know read it off, like read off the art scroll, like whatever it says, and have n- no information actually go into his brain. But it's important that a person understand very clearly what he's learning. Not only that, it's per- important that a person remember it. Because when a person comes to the next world, so they ask him about his learning. They ask him, do you, do you know what you learned? Praiseworthy is one who comes to here and has it in his hand. It's not enough for a person to learn. What, why are we learning for? We're learning it's dumb to, to have read it. The point of, of learning it is so that we know it. This is the golden opportunity that presents itself on Shabbos. We have to take the opportunity to maximize the time that we have. We have to use it to the best of our ability to learn Torah, connect to God, and spirituality. We'll give a little bit of a preview of the next chapter. We'll start it because there's a little bit of extra time here. The sixth chapter, he begins and says that the Torah says, Shomer Keep the Sabbath day in order to make it holy. 
So we spoke about how there's an idea of Zohar as Yom HaShabbos, remembering the Shabbos. We have to remember it even from the beginning of the week. We have to try our best to get good things for Shabbos, special things, fine things for Shabbos. We have to do that even from the beginning of the week. He says there's also an idea of Shamor, of keeping the Shabbos, guarding the Shabbos, making sure that we don't desecrate the Shabbos in any way. And that's possible to even be thinking about at the beginning of the week. How is that? If we begin doing something during the week, we have some kind of business deal, we have some kind of, any, any kind of, any kind of dealing or any kind of work that we do that could eventually lead us to doing something on Shabbos, we have to be very careful that it shouldn't lead us to do anything wrong on Shabbos itself. We'll continue more with that thought in the next daily Dvar. Now let's get back to Halacha. Rabbi David Ribiad points out in his 39 Malachas book that it's important for us to learn the laws of Shabbos and understand them at, its, at their full depth because there are so many laws of Shabbos that if we don't truly understand them on, on the service, they could seem to be contradictory. He gives a number of examples. One of the examples that he gives is that we're not allowed to pour water on growing grass on Shabbos. It's the Malacha of Zoreya, of sowing. However, a person would be permitted to take off the covering of his sukkah called a shlak. If let's say it had been raining and there was water on there and it was going to get into the sukkah, so there's something called a shlak that you pull over the top of your sukkah. You can pull that off. Even though it's going to get rain onto the grass on Shabbos, it's not a problem of Zoreya. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dvar.